Live from our studios in upstate South Carolina, this is Track Chat Live. I'm dropping the hammer. No, you're not. Your destination for local short track coverage from the Carolinas to Northeast Georgia. He didn't slam you, he didn't bump you, he didn't nudge you, he rubbed you. And Rubin's son is racing. Race results, breaking news, and interviews from track promoters and drivers. A show designed for racing fans by a fan. This wreck, 33, came off the bottom and wiped us out. Asphalt and dirt combined. Track Chat Live starts now. Here's your host, Just Jeff, alongside track champion and upstate racing legend, The Rocket, David Roberts. Rocket Man. Here we are, David Roberts, Track Chat Live, back here on a Monday, January 23rd, 2023. Man, it's good to be back in the studio. We've got a great show lined up for you guys tonight. Got two special guests, but we're going to talk to them here in a little bit. David, how was your weekend, man? Oh, man, wonderful, wonderful. Just wasn't long enough. Need to be a little longer, but it was great, man. I'm just happy to be here. Season 1, Volume 3 of the track chat live that's it man we are here live in the studio and we're going to be taking some phone calls tonight as well so if you out there and you want you got a question for our guest you can always hit us up at 864-224-6733 that's the, the direct line here to the track chat live studios so please give us a call 864-224-6733 and we will get you guys on the air here with us at Track Chat Live. Before we jump into our a, a dirt asphalt report tonight, that's what we're doing first. Got a little uh, notes here about an event coming up this weekend, and I'm I'm excited about this. It's the NASCAR night at the Greenville Swamp Rabbits over there at the Bon Secours Wellness Arena. It's a night where they sit down and. Play some hockey, but they also have a night dedicated to all the NASCAR drivers out there. So, man, I'm I'm really excited. I've got the list here in front of me that uh, going to have all the special drivers there from NASCAR. I'm going to run over the list real quick so you guys will know. But they're going to have Corey LaJoy there, Ty Dillon, Landon Castle, Josh Williams, Cole Custer, Josh Balicki, Matt Mills, Ryan Ellis, Stefan Parsons, Ryan Vargas, Brian Bryant Barnhill and Chris Ferguson. Also, I've been told that Colby Howard may be making an appearance there. So, cool. of course, Colby is our local guy. That's right. Colby, Colby the, a big good one. I hope he's there. He's in the Craftsman Truck Series, so I'm really looking forward to, to seeing him out there. So, also, before the NASCAR night gets kicked off, they're going to be having a meet and greet outside of the Bon Secure Wellness Arena with all the local drivers and i've got a list here of some of the ams drivers that will be in attendance of course we're going to have our 2022 late limited late model track champion there justin sorrow we're going to have robert hall woohoo russell powell is going to be there chuck mitchell marty ward and steve howard of course there are vintage racers they're going to be there and then we're going to have the mini stock Green-Eyed Cobra of Chris Whitfield. He's going to be in attendance. All this is going to get uh, started around 5 p.m. for the meet and greet. And then, of course, at 7 p.m., we're going to have the hockey game, the Swamp Rabbits versus the Jacksonville Jacksonville Icemen. So 
Looking forward to that. It's going to be this Saturday, the 28th, January 28th. So any of you guys out there that would like to come and, and see the drivers and see some hockey, this will be your chance. Rocket, are you ready, sir? Let's go oh, ahead and dive man. into our track report this week. Go ahead and kick off our asphalt. Let's get started here. All right, Our season opener at Anderson Motor Speedway is March the 17th. The gate's going to open at 5. Green flag to fall at 8 o'clock. And that is St. Patty's Day. So wear your green. It's going to be a beautiful night for opening night. Limited mini stocks, big show pure stocks. U.S. Legends, front wheel drive, BM Modifieds, Young Guns, beginners, ages 12 to 18 in the Young Guns. And we have a guest here tonight. This is when he started when he was 12. Awesome. Complete schedule on your AndersonMotorSpeedway.com. Bowman Gray, man, if you've never been there, that's a great place to go take in a race. Season opener, Saturday, April the 22nd. Man, that's my birthday, so I might have to go up there and check that out. Awesome. Complete. So I'm not going to ask how We're going to talk about that. I'm not going to talk about age, but yeah, 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 yeah. everybody please mark that on your calendar, the Rockets' birthday. We're going to have a big... We'll have a big track chat live uh, birthday celebration for you. Yeah, there you go. Thank <laughs> you. Then we got Caraway this this weekend. Cool. They got a big That's race right. this weekend. Practice on Saturday, January the twenty eighth, from ten to five. Winter Heat twenty twenty three from on January the twenty ninth. Seventy five lap late model, a fifty lap street stop, mass rules. That's a what they had down there at Dillon for the in January. We got the 40 lap challenger, the 40 lap classic mini stocks, the 20 lap U car, U cars, 10 laps bootleggers. Now that sounds like something I can get into. Pit pit opens at nine, grandstands at noon, racing starts at two. Dillon Motor Speedway season opens March, opens in late March. August August race mass at Anderson. August race mass at Anderson. That's a double printer, I guess. Jeff laid on me. Oh, I'm, excuse me. Yeah, I'm getting. I'm, I'm excited about, yeah, about the. Yeah, get excited. Uh, race. Remember about the rev chip, people. The rev chip. I had to put him on a rev chip. Slow him down. <laughs> he gets, rev it up. He gets too fast. Florence Motor Speedway, February the tenth and eleventh. It's a Friday, Saturday. The annual icebreaker. That's going to be a cool deal. I hear Junior's supposed to be back. Kevin Harvick, Jeff Burton. The Rocket's going to be there, so it's going to be a fun, that'll be a fun race to go come see. Greenville Pickens, they, I don't know any updates on that. They're still working on some deals. They, uh, Jackie Manley is trying his best to get that going. Maybe some other people might be trying to, to get in. So. so, listen, guys, if you're, this is going to be a historic moment for, for Greenville Pickens Speedway. They're, I mean, on the verge of not even having a season. But you've got somebody like Jackie Manley who was willing to go out there and basically give out his time. And he's got some great sponsors, I'm assuming, to help him yeah. try to put some life back into this racetrack. There's so much history out there on those walls and at that speedway. And, man, I want to say thank you, Jackie Manley, for taking on this for challenge trying. because it's not That's easy. Right. That's right. He's, he's trying you know, to keep it going. Hopefully somebody can make it work. Hickory Motor Speedway open practice Saturday, February the 25th. Season opener on March the 4th. Green flag falls at 7. Got the late model twin 40 starting off. Paramount Limiteds, Street Stock Renegades, Carolina Mini Stocks. 2023 rules have been posted on their website, which is hickorymotorspeedway.com. 
Kingsport, the jungle. Season or opener, Saturday, March the 25th, 2023. NASCAR license now available at kingsportspeedway.net. Then we got Tri-County. Got them boys up there, Shad and Shane, they're doing Higgins. They're doing a great job with that place. Man, man. I've revamped you, it, man. I've been up there several times. I had to go up there last season. Uh, their announcer, Phil Combs, was not able to announce the race, so he reached out to me, and I was able to go up there. One of, of multiple trips I've had to Tri-County, man, they've done an amazing job just in the way that place looks and just how everything seems to flow up there. They've yeah. done a, an awesome job. You know, that's another racetrack that was on the verge of of being shut down, you know, because no one had right. really taken up the – If you hadn't been there, man, you're missing it. I mean, they have done – they have done a phenomenal job with the facilities of that place and the racetrack. They repaid the turns. Fast places, good racing. Their season opening is, is Saturday, April the first. Now that like we talked last week, I hope it ain't April Fool's. Yeah, yet. I don't. <laughs> I don't think those but, guys are going to try and fool everyone. But I mean, right. That's going to be a great, great night. So there go, go, go check our old schedule out on the the TriCountySpeedway dot com and check check it out and see. Great yeah, race. That, the Great Tri-County people. Speedway. That, that's awesome. I forgot to mention earlier, but I've had a couple of different podcasts kind of reach out to me this week. One of them is the Pitwall Podcast. Those guys, David, uh, Jason, and Nathan, those guys, if you want to hear the best, like, they co- they cover tracks at Martinsville, down at uh, North Wilkesboro. Those guys were up there last season, but they're, they focus a lot on traveling around – and catching different racing series, and they cover drivers and all those type things. You can check them out. It's the Pitwall Podcast. And from what he told me today, they're going to start early February with their their uh, podcast schedule. And then I had someone reach out as well, R- William Richard with Cherokee Speedway. He's going to start a Cherokee Speedway podcast. So, man, uh, it's a great time to be a racing fan because so many outlets are out there, people talking about racing and trying to cover everything. Of course, here – on this show, we try to cover, you know, asphalt and dirt racetracks. And from time to time, like tonight, we'll have drivers on here. But we're just trying to keep short track racing alive and help promote these speedways. But, you know, the Pitwall Podcast and the coming soon Cherokee Speedway Podcast are going to be two other great avenues for you to be able to keep up with all your racing coverage. But right now, we're going to take a quick break. On the other side, we're going to welcome in our two guests. I know you guys are going to be excited to hear from them. I sure am. But we'll be right back, Just Jeff in the Rocket here on Track Chat Live. Do you want the best garage doors? Do you want the best installation? Call 864-451-8883. Covering the upstate with a five-star reputation that was earned through great customer service. They're ready for you around the clock for routine maintenance or emergencies. Mention you heard this ad and receive 25% off new purchase. Don't fool with the rest. Call Best Overhead Doors or visit bestoverheaddoorssc.com. Are you tired of your garage floor looking dull, cracked, or stained? Exquisite garage floor coating can transform your concrete surface in as little as one day. We offer custom flake systems in multiple color combinations, metallic, and stains. Protect your concrete surface and add value to your home by turning that plain garage into a showpiece. Contact us for your no-obligation free quote. Find us on Facebook or go to eqfloors.com today. Don't settle for anything less than exquisite. 
Hey, sounds like you got a bad alternator or starter. You need to stop by Jeans and let them check it out. Jeans specializes in automotive and heavy equipment. They service foreign or domestic starters and alternators. Don't get stranded on the road. Give Gene or Kenneth a call today at 864-246-3036 or stop by the shop, 514 South Welcome Road in Greenville. When you hear that sound, it's time to call Jock White Collision Repair. With locations at Easley and Pickens, they will make your visit to the repair shop simple and stress-free. Jock White Collision stands behind their work and guarantees you'll leave 100% satisfied. Stop by today for a free estimate or visit their website at jockwhitecollision.com. Don't be despaired. Jock White will get you repaired. guys back here on track chat live just jeff and the rocket david roberts taking all your short track coverage of course we're going to be talking to our special guest coming up here in a sec go ahead and welcome him into the studio we've got the one and only Robert Hall and his son Joshua Thomason in the house. Welcome, guys, to Track Chat Live. How y'all doing? Pretty good. I'm just glad to be here. <laughs> <laughs> All right, man. I tell you, we uh, we had a cancellation. Robert, you were originally scheduled to be on the show, but we had a cancellation, uh, and that happens sometimes. Drivers, you know, have things that come up and they're not able to make it. But BJ Thrasher was going to be on the show with us tonight, but. I got a text from him. He had something to come up, and we completely understand that. We're going to try to get him back on the show at a later date. So we made the call out and got got Joshua on here. What what better combination do we, could we have than, than these two guys on the show, Joshua and, and Robert? Man, how you guys been? Good, good. Just, just working and ready to race again. Real quick, Robert is a sponsor of our, our show here. Halls, all hands on deck. So if you guys – I know this guy works because I think it was Christmas Day. He got a phone call. Someone had a busted water pipe or something. I mean, this guy opened presents, I'm assuming, and then ran off to fix someone's water line. I tell you, that that right there tells you he is definitely all hands on deck because, because I mean, he don't care. He, he went out there, took care of that customer's needs, and, of course, uh, she left happy and Robert left happy too. Oh, yeah. Cool. Tell us about Dillon Motor Speedway. You guys – Went down back in uh, the first weekend in January to run the New Year's Bash, and uh, I think you liked the outcome that was down there. Yeah, I actually uh, w- went with uh, Josh back in 2020, and, and he won won his first race out there at Dillon, and uh, he was always telling me how, how fun it was. So then, um, then last year he got out there and his car tore up. So this year, uh, him and uh, Tommy Davis, they, they told me they weren't going to race down there. And I said, I, I, I knew I had a chance then. Because with them two, it's hard to it's hard to compete with them two. But once I knew they weren't coming, I, st- I still had Dannon going with me down there. But uh, I, I knew he was going to be pretty hard to compete with. But got down there and um, had a uh, – I was fast in both, you know, both practices we had. And then cars started – did start acting up before we got there in the main event. And um, and then I, then I learned to. I was trying to drive my line down there, like kind of like Anderson, and uh, that the the straightaway at that track is kind of banked more than yeah. Anderson. Yeah. So uh, 
once I started started learning my line, because Danon did get out in front of me a little, a little bit, and I thought he was gone. I actually got to chase him down once I learned my line out there, and uh, I was shocked. I would first time ever racing there. I was thinking I was just going in there to learn the track. I, I didn't know I was going to go down there and win it. That's that's the usually how it works out. That's the best ones to go do, right? Mm-hmm. Now, Josh, you, you uh, so both of y'all won championships. You and Josh both, right? At, at Greenville Pickens Speedway. Yeah, I won the V six championship, and uh, Josh won the four cylinder. Right, and and I was out there one one race this year, and I watched Josh and and Josh told me what class was that you was running on the outside of that guy. Oh, you talking about that that fun race this year? The fun race. That, yeah. That, oh, you talking about when I raced the Renegades? You raced in the Renegades with a front wheel drive. That is the coolest yeah. thing I have ever seen. That cat, this cat right here, Josh. I mean, that <laughs> the red rocket was rocketing. I mean, it was. I ain't never seen anything go through the corner so fast in my life. That it was the coolest race I've watched in a long time. And he was he was actually out there with the Renegade division, correct? Yeah. Yes. <laughs> Started in the rear. Yeah. yeah, I started in the rear because, I, like I said, I wasn't even supposed to be racing in it. And then, um, I believe it was Eddie Ray bumped into the wall, or might have been West Kane, one of them Camaros. They all looked uh. the same when they was on the track. <laughs> and bounced off the wall and, you know, coming into my four-cylinder. It wasn't expecting to take a hit from no Camaro. And it, I lost uh, second and fourth gear. So I finished the race, starting the restarts in first gear and just slinging it in third and still ended up winning the race. Wow. Wow. And that that's that's awesome. I mean, you go out there in a four cylinder car and you going up against these V eights. I mean, that it just shows you how good your car is set up to to handle the turns. I mean, you're thinking you know Greenville's a flat track compared to like Dillon or Tri County or Anderson. So, is it is it easier to drive that than it is a bank speedway? Um, you definitely carry more. I feel like I carry more speed through the corners. Anderson, I'm all, I I break a lot, and I actually caught my brakes on fire a few times at Anderson. But at Greenville, I can kind of let the car set and back in the gas sooner, and you know stuff like that. Two foot it, cool. They let it let it roll. So let's back up a little further now. Now tell us tell us what age you was when you first started racing. Uh, I started racing at 12 years old at Anderson. You run your first race at 12 years old, and you just tell me earlier you finished. Where'd you say you finished? I finished in the top 10 out of probably like 30, at least 30 cars. Every corner there was a wreck. <laughs> wow, cool. So, so who, who's mama pull for? When, when, when the two of y'all race? I, I think whichever one's out front at the time. <laughs> oh, she's, she's, just, she's looking to get the big prize money. So, whoever's out front, that's what she's after. <laughs> yeah. Right? Okay, cool, cool. So, now, Robert, how many races have you won? Well, I ain't won uh, none at Anderson. I, I, I raced most of my races at Anderson. Uh, it, it took me a while to, to get to learning. I, you know, usually your uh, dad teaches son, but my son actually taught me. Right. Uh, once he started winning races and all and learning the cars more, and, and then um, and then he, he taught me more, you know, driving with two feet and, 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 and all. But uh, I've never won a race at Anderson. I finished second plenty of times, and I won my first front wheel drive race this year at, um, at Greenville Pickens. And uh, but the V six class is a little easier. I won about every race there this year. Uh, oh, maybe okay. one or two I okay. didn't, but that's how I got the championship. Cool, cool. Now, now Josh, how about you? I mean, what what's your numbers on how many wins? How many won? wins? You, how many wins you got this year? Uh, probably probably in thirties now. Oh, right. Say. Cool. I, I, um, I, you know, like I said, I raced since I was 12 years old and never won a race. And I think I, my last race was in 2015, and I went to drag racing, playing with a Com- nitrous Camaro, you know, turboed Mustangs. 
and um, just got out of that. wasn't good on my license. I always wanted to play around on the street and stuff, and right. came back to the track. And but I came back with an attitude. You know, I wanted I wanted to win a race and wasn't going to stop till I learned what I needed to learn and had a little more you know mechanic skills and knowing how to make a car go fast and just it's been a learning curve the whole whole way and i'm still learning stuff to this day still looking up stuff on my phone today before i came on this this radio show <laughs> right well cool so we're so how i know how i got my name to rocket how'd you get the red rocket um i guess <laughs> i guess just being fast out there have you seen that, have you seen that car david yeah uh, i just it, want to see what it, he was gonna say it kind of um <laughs> I, you know i guess just the fans people watching it yeah you know it kind of just is a name it's not something i come up with it's, it's what people called it and then i you know i got the idea and it's always been a red car and i guess just being a fast car out front they call it the red rocket cool so david do you see how fast his car is, is there any opportunity or any chance that Maybe your car will be red. No. <laughs> no a, I, he didn't even have to think about that. No, like, I, no, I've been blue since I was 14, so yeah. My, all mine's blue. Like yours are probably the rest of your racing career will be red. That's just your – that's associated with you, the red rocket, and it'll be red. Yeah, when, when someone, you know, names your car like that and that's what everybody knows, you know, people are like, oh, go paint your car blue this year, paint it black or pink. Yeah. yeah it's hard to switch up. Right. People just know that car. Well, I'm a little buff about, you know, car numbers, so how'd you come up with a number five? Well, number five, actually, you know, I I started slinging a car around in my grandpa's shop yard at five years old. So anytime we'd go anywhere, you know, he'd always be like, um, yeah, my grand, he started driving cars when he was five years old, five years old. You know, it's always stuck with me. And then when we went to go watching Anderson Motor Speedway and, um, you know, coming out there with Steve Guthrie and all, he, he was the number five car it wasn't his number but he was driving it at the time and i guess with watching him and knowing you know always i started driving five years old five years old just kind of stuck with me and my first number five and that's all i've ever been <laughs> I, I, speaking of steve guthrie that in that five car i'm gonna mention this because he's told me this story a hundred times uh the last time i think he raced that car and and, and won in it right I think we had Nicole Pape come out to the racetrack, and she got in the car, and he said ever since then, the car was like jinxed. I think he, he never won another race. So I don't know if that had anything to do with it, but he swears up and down that it was because she got in the race car. So I, bet, we'll, she'd, I bet she'd like to hear that. <laughs> so, Robert, I don't leave you out. How would you come up with the, the 01? 01, the Dukes of Hazard. The Dukes so, of Hazard. Yeah, so I had a, a wagon. I had done it orange and uh, doing Dukes of Hazard. And actually, my car this year, I'm waiting on us to go to the NASCAR uh, Swamp Rabbit this Saturday. Then uh, I just bought my paint yesterday. I'm actually painting my car back to the uh, Dukes of Hazard. All right. Now, is, that, is that where the Wahoo come from? Now, Wahoo is this uh, something I've always posted on uh, Facebook. And every time I, I post something on my headline, I always put Wahoo afterwards. And it kind of just stuck with me. Everybody knows me. Wahoo. Wahoo. Right. We always, good, every time we see Robert, we always mention that. Woohoo! Mm-hmm. Try to have a good time. But uh, we're going to be back with these guys in a few moments to talk some more racing and kind of find out what their plans are for the 2023 season. But before we do that, we got to take a short break. And I will mention this. Uh, you ever been to Electric City Pizza, David? No, I haven't. I heard. Excuse me, I heard it's a great place to go eat pizza. Well, it, it certainly is. They've actually, on February the 1st, they have a new thing that's starting for the kids. And it's a kids, it's ages 12 and under, they're going to have a menu. 
and it is going to be half off on February 1st. So you can go out there and check them out. They're located downtown Anderson on Main Street. They also have this this lunch buffet. It's $9.99. You get a pizza, drink, salad, and it's Tuesday through Friday from 11 to 1. So guys, go out there and check them out, Laser City Pizza. And we'll be back on the other side of this break with Just Jeff, David Roberts, and the Woohoo Crew here on Try Chat Live. When you want great food, don't run to the border. Head over to El Taco in Anderson, home of the scratch-made recipes. They're family-owned and operated at 192 Civic Center Boulevard behind Tractor Supply. All your Fiesta favorites, including Mexican hot dogs, quesadillas, and the 99-cent Taco Tuesday deal. Stop by for a lunch combo, set up your next catering, or simply use DoorDash. Call them at 864-540-8500 or eltacoanderson.com. Anderson Motor Speedway is your home for Friday night short track racing. The competition is guaranteed to leave you on the edge of your seat. Bring the entire family out for a fun night of racing that includes free face painting and activities for ages 12 and under. Bring a friend and head on out Highway 81 or take exit 27 off I-85. Check out their website, AndersonMotorSpeedway.com for all things racing. Anderson Motor Speedway. Yeah, that racetrack. Paul's All Hands On Deck is a family-owned and operated business serving the upstate with 15 years' experience. Painting and pressure washing are just a few of the things they specialize in. They'll handle all your inside or outside jobs in a timely manner. Call them now for a free estimate at 864-213-7502. No job is too big or small for Hall's All Hands On Deck. car sounds good. Oh, you know, it's just that Carnage exhaust I got at Troy's Muffler. Troy has kept the upstate sounding great with the latest muffler trends and their very own custom exhaust for over 35 years. If you need custom exhaust work, repair, or to diagnose a problem, they've got you covered. Home of the world-renowned Carnage Performance Exhaust. Call today at 864-964-9667 to schedule an appointment or visit troysmuffler.com. All right, back here on Track Chat Live. Just Jeff and the Rocket, David Roberts. Woo! Talking with our special guests, Robert Hall and Joshua Thomason. Interested. Can't wait to hear what those guys have set up for the 2023 season. Robert, man, what what's uh, what's your plans going into 2023 here? I know you started out the season with a win, but what, what's next for the the Woohoo Crew and Robert Hall? Well, I worked I worked on my car all um, all winter, replacing everything I could new. So um, I'm gonna try to go for a championship at Anderson. I, I won the championship V6 at uh, Greenville last year. So, um, but this year I'm going to go for every race at Anderson, try to uh, go for the championship for four cylinders. And then if Greenville opens up, I'm just going to run my V6 <clears throat> the, the nights. I ain't going to uh, I, I, – Danny's going to drive one of my V6s. So, me and him, I always say we'll, we'll battle against each other, try to win, you know, go for a championship. But I'm mainly going to concentrate on a 
front-wheel drive championship at uh, Anderson. Uh, J- Joshua, what are, what are your plans? Well, my plans this year was to take it easy for a little while. <laughs> and uh, I know um, I know how that works out, but my car pretty much set in the building all winter, and I ain't touch it. And the first time I went out there to start it was probably two weeks ago, and it had a stuck lifter. Mm. and uh well you ain't gonna sell it like that and you ain't gonna race it like that so i had to pull the motor out and she's getting freshened up and you know you can't go to the track one time a year with a fresh motor so i'm gonna have to run some races <laughs> yeah well i saw i thought during the off season that you had your car at one point listed for sale is that correct yeah yeah it, it i posted it at the beginning or at the end of the season you know that's not really time to sell them but i really just wanted to uh well, you know how it is, racing two tracks, practicing Tuesday, practicing Thursday. I, I've went for, you know, or I've won three championships back-to-back-to-back to back to back in at two different tracks as well. So a lot of work goes into it. But my mindset, I think, is I just can't go race every other race or something like that. If I'm going out there to 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 race, I want to win a championship or, get, or at least work toward it. Cool. So, uh you got you got any aspirations of moving up from the from the front wheel drive to the limited late models or something I, different? I'd like to race some some bigger V8 cars. It'd be fun. It definitely would. But I know there's a lot of work that goes into it and time and money. And I've got this car. Like I mean, I'm just now to the point to where I can get in this car and you know know that I'm going to finish top two. And uh, I think I've got it so figured out now that. Uh, yeah, I know it would be a whole new learning curve, which I like, but it, it would be something to get used to. Right. That's kind of like me. I give you something to work toward harder, you know, to make it set you set your goals higher and work work a little harder at that. So what about dirt? What about a championship on dirt? I don't know. Um, I, I, I do like racing dirt. I just ain't, I haven't had a car for it. I've always tried to take an asphalt car and run dirt with it. And I've, I've done good, and I've run some good times out there, and, just haven't had no luck because um, I need a build. If I'm going to go race some dirt, I need to build a car for dirt. <laughs> right, right. Now, what about what about you, Robert? You run any dirt? No, I ain't. I've done some practicing out there, but I ain't never, never really run it. Um, I was actually going to run the uh, enduro race out there um, January seventh, but they um, it was before January seventh. They got rained out, and they scheduled it January seventh, and they, they end up going to Dillon, and that's the night I wanted Dillon. Cool, cool. Now, what's your favorite racetrack? Favorite racetrack would uh would be Anderson. Would like be Anderson. Uh, Anderson just because just because I race there, you know, yeah. most of the time. But um, but and not that gonna say. I mean, Dylan being three hours away, that that is a fun track to race there right. too. So yeah. So I if we if I don't think they race their cars every week there, but I'd I'd like to do a couple if they did during the year, and then and then definitely go back to New Year's Bash. Right. Yeah. That's uh. Now, Josh, what about you? What uh. What's your favorite racetrack? My favorite, my favorite racetrack is Greenville Pickens. <laughs> Greenville Pickens. Yeah, it's just uh, there's a lot of history there, and you know I respect it, and it's a fast track. It's half mile. I guess you know you get a lot of speed off of it, and and I've always loved going there. <laughs> yeah, when I grew up, I I come from the dirt ranks, you know, back in the day racing dirts all over the south here, and that was the goal to get to Greenville Pickens because of the history and the historic place it is so yeah i know what you mean by that that's yeah i just love racetracks so i'm not gonna say i love anderson or greenville 
I just love all of them. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I, I shouldn't I shouldn't be biased. I love all racetracks as well. Racetrack, racing in general, you know, with the, the threat of Greenville not, you know, having any races this year, it's, it's all too surreal because, I mean, we're going to talk a little bit in the Dirt Report about, you know, a speedway that's decided not to run any races this year. And, you know, that could very well be Anderson or Greenville or Tri-County or Florence. I mean, look what happened to Myrtle Beach Speedway. We all love that place. David, I know that was kind of like your home away from home. Yeah, that, that place there. And that's a special place. That was wore out fast, you know, high by. I mean, it was just a cool place to go. I hate, hated to see that. And I hate to see Greenville. That's just that's going to be a big dent in our racing in this area if, if we lose Greenville picking Speedway. Cause, oh, know. it is. And I, I would hate it for it to be my generation, as much racing as went on there. Right. And now that I'm in my prime time and – this is questionable whether it's going to race this year or not. Right. Would be my look. <laughs> so Sometimes, they, you know, it might be good for a track to take. I mean, we don't like it as, as fans or as drivers, you know, for a track to maybe take a year off. But sometimes that's, that's kind of what it takes to, to reboot and to come back and be bigger and better and stronger than ever. Yeah. Um, you know, we don't want to see that happen to any racetrack because we love to go watch and we love to participate. But... I mean, sometimes that could be a good thing, but they don't need to stay dormant too long. Yeah, there's so there's just so, as you know, Josh. There's so many things to do in this in this world now that in your generation, as you said, video games. You know, is one just all the different things is out there where Robert, myself, you know, I'm older than him, but it was racing. You went to the racetrack. That was the coolest thing. That's what you done. You know, it was not all these other things. So. Your generation, I see that, you know, the getting the people to do what you do that loves racing is, is what we've got to try to tap into. Oh, yeah. And I, so you got your buddies from school and stuff back when you were in school. They come watch you race and, and stuff like that. You still have some of those guys helping you? Oh, yeah. Yeah, my buddies are at the track when I'm racing and, you know, try to get – I'm trying to get one talked into buying a car right now. <laughs> Yours? Trying to no, sell him no, going. Like <laughs> what division is it, are you trying to get him to buy? It, uh, in my division, just because it's something I can help him out with and knowing a lot about, and I know I can put him in a car that probably go out there and win. Well, cool. that's that's good. See, that's what racing's about, helping right. each other, you know. And which comes to the question we're going to have, you know, a little bit later in our Rocket Says segment. You know, it's about coming together as, as racetracks, as drivers, to, to help each other out because – we're all, I've said it a hundred times, we're all one racing family. And, you know, coming together and, and helping each other, that's what that's what it's all about. Now, Joshua, you ran a pure stock car at the end of last season. Didn't do too bad in that. That was, I think, your first time in the pure stock. What, what's kind of going on with that? I, I hadn't really seen much about it lately. Um, well, we, we threw that car together at the end of the year. Just, just one of them things, just a wild hair and threw it together and made sure we got it running and made it to i think it might have been the last race or the uh it was a shrines race yeah shrine race and uh showed up there and just like every other 80 uh 80s model camaro had problems with the carburetor (laughs) and uh and we couldn't get the four barrel to open up that night and um i mean the, the car lasted just to be thrown together and i mean all we got was a cage and a shell and we put the rear end brake lines master cylinder motor transmission drive you know we completely put that car together and it made it the whole race besides having carburetor issues and 
it just I, I wanted to focus the rest of the season on making sure I, I kept my red rocket out front and winning that championship because I kind of did get in a close battle with Alan Porter. I had I had problems with an axle one night, let go on me, and you know, obviously it hurts you in points when you can't finish a race. So I had to make sure I come back for that and um, kind of couldn't focus on that Camaro for the rest of the year. And we ended up selling it to a guy that's, that's going to run it on dirt. Now, Robert, I, I saw you turning some wrenches as well over on the uh, pure stock car. Has there been any thought in your mind to maybe jumping in a pure stock? I know you race the front-wheel drive division and the V6 uh, front-wheel drive cars, but how about a, a, a V8 pure stock car? Any thoughts about that? Oh, I'd love I'd love to do it. I just um, uh, last year when I started racing, or year before I started racing the V6 class, it started falling off. I ended up having five V6 cars out there. Some nights it was just my cars racing each other, and um, and then. Um, and then the four cylinder, as, as Josh got to learning more on the four cylinder cars and teaching me, I, 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 this last year and, and um, the end of the year before, I just started getting fast enough to ha- you know run up front. So I was gonna give it a year or so, but I, yeah, I would, I'd be glad to build me a pure stock and go to V8 next. Well, I've, I've, I've watched you over the last couple of years make tremendous improvements. I mean, you would you know run you know fifth or 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 you know, further back in the field. But the last couple of years, I mean, I've seen you finish fifth and, and above, like fourth, third. And I, I really feel like this season at one of these asphalt tracks, you're going to end up with a checker flag. I mean, you did it down at, at Dillon, but I feel like here in the upstate, you're going to be uh, taking the checker flag one night. Uh, just, you're in the trenches, man. I've watched this front-wheel drive division over the years go from, uh, we were talking off mic about this, off the show, you know, but I've seen cars you know, 35 cars in this division, and I think last year uh, between the two racetracks here in the upstate, I think the most they have were like 10 cars. What what in your mind has has hurt this division so bad? Well, I mean, it, 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 ain't, as, um, it ain't as cheap as it used to be when, I, when we used to have like 30 cars. Um, you know, we, now, you know, we went to racing wheels and – and then 200 trail wear tires or, or, or stock wheels and 400 or racing wheels and 400 uh, tires like and um and you almost gotta you know put your time into the car to run up front on a on a on the front wheel drives now but uh i think um i think it'll start um uh, start back picking up you know, just it got slow there for a while but i think i think we'll get start getting some more cars out there i i've let a bunch of my buddies know that you know race out there this year i you know, I said we got to start getting front wheel drives out there. If not, that that, that class is shut down. Yeah, it's definitely struggling in numbers. And you know, once you get down to like, I mean, you'd have a race with two cars, but you know, with the, from the fans' perspective, I mean, that's, I mean, they kind of rather have twenty cars out there. But uh, you know, we like to see that division really, you know, take off at all the racetracks this season. Tri County, Florence, you know, Greenville if they, you know, decide to run Anderson. You know, Dylan. Uh, I said Dylan uh, Hickory. I don't mm-hmm. know if they run those right. cars up there. But. Yeah, most places run front wheel drives for the most part. I think. So. Yeah, I wish they can have some um, like some bigger races and bigger payout races or something like like dirt, man. That's the dirt front wheel drives. There's twenty or thirty every time we go there. Right. And and uh, especially that SEDRA class they got. They you know they got five, ten thousand, twenty thousand dollar races. I think uh, Newman Presnell wins about every one of them, but. Right. But, um, when <laughs> yeah, he's the king of compacts. Yeah, yeah, he's the king of compacts. And his son, I think if his son's in the race with him, I think he'll beat him. 
So your front-wheel drive car, Robert, if a man wants to come build a brand-new front-wheel drive car, you know, top-running car, what, what kind of money are you looking at? I'd, I'd say a top-running car, um, at least at least four grand. Four grand. Yeah. Put your top running for the year, and that pays what? Um, to win. Uh, to win, I think it's uh, 300 at Anderson and 200 at Greenville. At Greenville. Okay. And on dirt, on dirt, I think it's five hundred every 500. every weekend. Yeah, that that was my next question. Mm-hmm. I think we're getting ready to go to a break, Jeff. Yes, we are. Real quick before you guys head out, anybody you'd like to shout out as far as your sponsors, friends, whoever, just you know, give them a quick shout out before you head out. Yeah, first I want to uh, thank uh, Jason Gilmore, uh, Gilmore's Roofing in Anderson, South Carolina. He's uh, already come aboard. He's going to be on my hood this year. And um, I, I like to thank all my sponsors for at the end of the year to try to get them to come back on my car this year. Um, and, I, and I always put uh, Troy Carnes Carnage mufflers on mine. Um, we got the Carnage uh, racing exhaust on our cars, and anything he you do for a race car, he looks out for us on. And um, affordable septic tank. Uh, my buddy DJ owns it, and um, Anderson and my nephew would nailed it roofing easily tire and brake um, off of one twenty three. And uh, and myself hauls all hands on deck. Woohoo! <laughs> Woohoo! Joshua. Yeah, I got a, I got there's, I got a few to thank too. You know, a couple of them are, you know, family sponsors for me and my dad. But I got to thank David Price. He's the one that, um, he's an attorney up here in the Upstate, and he he wears my hood proud, and and uh, you know, is very generous to the uh, racing community and likes to see things like that. I got to thank um, Gilmer's Roofing. He's he rode on my car all year, the 2022 season. I got to thank Nailed It Roofing. I got to thank DNS Machine Work. Greg Dodgins, that's the motor man, and without a good motor, I wouldn't be winning no race. <laughs> that's right. But uh, also got to thank um, Affordable Septic, my uncle DJ. He he's the man on the doors of my car, and. Um, I got to thank my family, everybody that comes out there supporting, the friends at the track, you know, Dan and Esco, Tommy Davis, you know, not Mr. only just Mr. being not only just being friends, but having somebody to race against and, you know, being there every week just hanging out. Right. <laughs> Definitely. Well, man, we appreciate you guys taking the time to come on the show tonight, and uh, we wish you guys a, a good luck here in the 2023 season. But right now we're going to take a quick break, and we're going to come back with a little bit of Dirt on Dirt here with Just Jeff. And the Rocket David Roberts on Track Chat Live. When you don't have seconds to spare, call On Time Heating and Air. When you want fast and reliable service, On Time Heating and Air has over 55 years experience. They'll be there on time for your heating and cooling needs. They offer same day and after hour service for your convenience. Their professional courteous technicians will be there on time to discuss your situation, make recommendations, and show you the first price so there'll be no surprises. Visit them at ontimesc.com. Electric City Pizza is your downtown destination for good times and great food. Come meet some friends and cheer on your favorite team on one of their nine TVs. Try the lunch buffet Tuesday through Friday from 11 to 2 for only $9.99. They are open from 11 to 9 Tuesday through Sunday for your call-in or sit-down meals. Check their Facebook page for daily deals or stop by 305 South Main Street in downtown Anderson across from the Blakely Station. Pet supplies for all your fur baby needs. Shop Valston's has the perfect accessories to make pampering your pet an easy task. Grooming supplies, water bowls, and jewelry are just a few of the things 
you'll find at Valston's Pet Supplies. Located at shopvalstons.com, they are just one click away from making your shopping trip a desirable experience. Visit Shop Valston's today. Octane and Iron Speed Shop is your official cruise-in hot rod hangout in downtown Pickens, South Carolina. Specializing in buying and selling custom cars and trucks. Come show your ride at one of their weekend cruise-ins. If you get hungry, Miss Susan will have plenty of snacks, including hot dogs, fresh lemonade, and mini donuts. Check them out on Facebook at Octane and Iron Speed Shop. Back here on Track Chat Live, just Jeff and the Rocket, David yeah. Roberts, talking all your asphalt and dirt racetracks. Right now, we're going to go ahead and jump into our dirt report. Of course, David covered the asphalt a little bit earlier in the show, and now we're going to jump into our dirt report. Got a lot to cover here. A lot of things have happened uh, since last week. We had breaking news that come in right. during the show. We're going to talk about that. But first off, we're going to go ahead and jump into our dirt track report. We're going to talk about Cherokee Speedway. Their season opener is coming up on February the 26th. Pit's going to open at 11 a.m. Green flag at 2 p.m. They're going to be running the 604 late models. The Street Stock, Renegade Sportsman, Thunder Bomber, Pure Stock, Pure 4, so Extreme 4, Crown Vic, Young Gun V8. And, of course, you can go over to Cherokee Speedway, SC.com, and find out all the additional info about Cherokee Speedway and everything that's going on there. Next, we're going to hop over to Harris Speedway. They're going to have their Winter Rumble coming up Saturday, February the 25th. Pit gates are going to open at 12 p.m. and The green flag is going to fly at 4. It's going to have the 602 Late Models, Street Stock, Thunder Bomber, Pure Stock, Front Wheel Drive, Futures, and the Ford Outlaws. Complete schedule is found on harrisspeedway.com. And then we're going to come to our Part about Hartwell Speedway, of course, during the show last week, we had breaking news. We had folks texting in, talking about Hartwell Speedway. And by the way, if you want to jump in on a conversation, you can give us a call, 864-224-6733, 224-6733, if you want to talk a little bit of dirt action here. But Hartwell Speedway, I'm just going to read what they posted, David, on their on their social media account yeah. last uh, week and basically it says this I would like to thank everyone for 16 great race seasons after much thought and reflection I have decided it is time to retire and slow down a little the friendships and relationships made over that time are priceless and I will always cherish and value each one thank you to every driver crew member and fan that came through the gates you guys are definitely the best race family in the world and without your support, there will be no Hartwell Speedway. Also, I would like to thank all of the track staff throughout the years for your time and efforts to make every race possible. There will be no racing in 2023. And again, I thank you all so much for supporting Hartwell Speedway through all the good and bad times. 
Sincerely, Marty Lance. So that was breaking news last week, David. Yeah, what are that's, your thoughts? That's something, man. That's sad to see. I, I went there when I was a kid. That's a, a nice racetrack, you know, and just another one falling to the wayside. So hopefully hopefully down there someone is going to come on board and pick that up and maybe promote it and keep it going here, after, you know, in, in the future. Yeah, once again, it's just so heartbreaking and sad to – to know that you know another racetrack is is went under. I mean, it's yeah. we're we're getting short in number here. You know, we lost a lot in Georgia, Lanier, yeah. uh, Gresham, and you know now now Hartwell, and, so and, uh, and maybe Greenville. You know, so in the asphalt. Well, we're too. not gonna we're not gonna say the, the bad. Hopefully, we're gonna get something worked out right. with them. But uh, I'm hoping we are. So uh, we'll wait and see there. Uh, brings us to Lawrence Speedway. They're going to have their season opener on March the 18th. Uh, 2023 rules are going to, have already been posted, except for the 602. They're waiting on uh, GM to post theirs because Lawrence and is going to have the same rules as a GM 602. So that's that's waiting on that. Also, the pit parking they're going to have must be paid no later than the 29th of January. You can t- message Amber on the Lawrence Facebook page to reserve your spot. Don't message Chris, message Amber, and she'll get you hooked up. Yeah, also, the complete schedule is available there on lawrencespeedway.com. Uh, Livonia Speedway is going to have their February the 18th open practice, and then their season opener, the Spring Natty, is going to be February the 25th. And then I got this in. After Hartwell made their announcement, Livonia has jumped in and said, you know, due to the Hartwell Speedway announcement, Livonia will be running a few Saturdays beginning in March. So mm-hmm. kind of switching things up. They're a Friday night track, but now they're going to be jumping in and running just a few races on Saturday. And they're also going to be working with Tacoa Raceway on their rules and their schedule. So hopefully we'll get a schedule released from Tacoa Raceway coming up soon. Cool. Also, Livonia is going to be having their awards banquet this Saturday the 28th. It's going to be at 7 p.m. at the Livonia American Legion. And it's kind of an update. Uh, that's a, another location. They had to update, so they're going to have it now at the Livonia American Legion. They had a previous okay. location. I guess things didn't work out, so they're going to be having that there. And you can find more info about that on their Livonia Facebook page. And also their complete schedule is available at LivoniaSpeedway.net. As we mentioned, Tacoa still hasn't got a schedule uh, together, but they're working with Livonia and they're going to hopefully come together and get something released very soon. And then, of course, last week we had none other than the TR Travelers Rest Speedway promoter Eddie Ray in the house talking a little bit of dirt, the dirt on dirt, as we say. But their opening weekend is going to be March the 10th and 11th. That's a Friday and Saturday. Going to have Rookies Extreme 4, Ford Outlaws, Pure Stock, Thunder Bomber, Thunder Bomber, Futures, Renegade, Sportsman, and all their info can be found at trspeedway.com. David, this is a very good lineup of dirt tracks we have. Yeah, the dirt it's like tra- a lot of them are going to start on the same date. The dirt tracks are strong in this area. You know, they the Livonia had struggled for a long time, and, and the Coa had struggled for a long time, TR. And these guys that's come in there and started working these racetracks has done a great job. Promoting them, getting them going, getting getting the fan base built back up, good car counts. So dirt, dirt on dirt's live right now, baby. It's 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 going good. Yes, yeah, dirt is definitely the hot ticket right now when it comes to to short track racing. But uh, real quick, we got to take another short break, and then we're going to come back in for my favorite segment. Of course, it's going to be the 
Ask the Rocket segment here with Just Jeff and the Rocket David Roberts on Track Chat Live. Fatso's is a small barbecue sauce company that delivers big flavor. Founded in the mountains of North Carolina, the amazing taste has helped Fatso's expand to South Carolina at multiple Ingalls locations throughout the upstate. Their all-purpose rub and mopping sauce leaves your mouth saying, wow. Try Fatso's barbecue sauce today. For more info, find them on Facebook or email Company at gmail.com. Brookshire Collision has been serving the upstate for 39 years with the best hands-on service that will leave your car looking brand new. Their certified technicians cover foreign and domestic vehicles. All insurance companies are accepted along with free estimates by appointment. Call today at 864-288-9875 or stop by 115 Murray Drive in Malden and talk to Beamer. Tell them you heard about it on Track Chat Live. No one likes to drive a car that doesn't shine. Take your ride to distinctive details and let them give it that new car look. Nick and the gang are sure to make your car smile with their excellent detail experience. From cars to trucks and anything in between, they are guaranteed to give your vehicle a showroom shine. Call 864-234-0341 or stop by 212 North Main in Malden to give your ride that new car look. Timco of the Upstate is a precision machine shop founded in 1968. For 54 years, they have been serving the Anderson area with their machining and fabrication needs. Located at 921 Pyramidary Road, they have kept up the pace with changing technology, tooling, and quality of service. The employees at Temco have 20-plus years of machining excellence. For a quote about fabrication or machining, call 864-226-8509 or visit their website, TemcoUpstate.com. All right, back here on Track Chat Live. Just Jeff in the Rocket, David Roberts. Yeah. Going to close out the show tonight with uh, everybody's favorite segment. It goes like this. You've got questions? He's got an answer. It's time for the Rocket Says here on Track Chat Live. That's right, here on Track Chat Live, the Rocket Says the rocket says what you got for me tonight, Jeff. All right, David, we got a, a good question tonight coming. Uh, it's talking about rules and racetracks, and basically, how important is it that racetracks all have the same rule packages when it comes to if they run the same division? How important is it for them to have the same rules? Well, I think I think what you get from most of these racetracks is that. They think they got to tweak their rules a little bit so they keep their cars, which in my mind is the wrong answer. They need to all be on the same page, the same ba- the same rules everywhere. So if you got five or six racetracks that's on the same rules, that that's just going to create more cars everywhere. I think, in my opinion. So that's from the four cylinders, you know, the front wheel drives up to the to the young guns, to late models, to limited late models. So we need that. They need to start working together. You look at some of these dirt tracks, they are starting to work more and more in hand together. Well, David, you hear the music, so you know what that means. It's time for uh, us to come to another end here. 
on Track Chat Live. Man, it's been a great, great show, man. I've enjoyed it. talking with you about racing. Hate to say it, but we're we're done. But uh, go ahead and stick a fork in me. I'm out of here, man. And for the rocket, good night, Jeff. Good night, Chuck in the truck.